0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, the podcast where me, Dan, and my nephew, Lou, hi, um, we'll pick the subject each week and, well, we'll cast our views on it. This week, though, as it's a special week, um, if you haven't figured it out, it's Christmas, we're going to have a a festive theme on it. So I think we're going to rebrand this for festive views this week. So, Lou, Merry Christmas, even though it's a week out.
1: Merry Christmas! You filthy animals! All those listening as well.
0: <laughs> Are you full of Christmas joy at the
1: moment? I'm not full of Christmas joy. Do you know what I am full of though? <laughs> Tell the listeners. Coronavirus 2.0 is what I'm full of at the minute. Week out from Christmas. Turns out I was on the fucking naughty list apparently because this is <laughs> yeah. what I've got. This is what this is what I've been I've been rewarded with.
0: Yeah, Lewis. Has, has managed to catch COVID. What's this, a second time in five months? The second months? time. No, four yeah, months. Yeah, four months. yeah,
1: four four months. That's pretty good going. I don't even know anybody that's been on the news that's had a turnaround that quick. That's fucking impressive if you ask me. The way I see it is
0: either you're going to be like flipping super immune or you're gonna you're gonna be the, the the source of the next mutant variant. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think either I'm gonna produce the world-ending variant, or I'm gonna turn into some sort of Captain America, Captain COVID.
0: Yeah, let's let's not have it named after us, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> casting COVID, <laughs> Cast, casting COVID. <laughs> yeah, mo- moving on. So yeah, so we, I I wanted us to have a, a festive theme this week, so I, I kind of want to split it into a couple of different areas i thought for the first part we'd talk about sort of some of our memories of christmas that could be anything we want either favorite gifts you know some of our family meals whatever but we'll, we'll speak about that and then i i think i wanted us to talk about our favorite carol song film and then i've actually as a as a as a bonus i've got some facts that i don't think are very well known well, I didn't know them, but I'm going to throw them at you at the end. And if your throat still holds out. <laughs> um, no, you're all right, aren't you? You're not that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not forcing him to to do this
1: podcast against his will. Against against my will, because we've got a schedule to hit.
0: <laughs> oh, and I will say, um, I haven't seen in our stats anyone under the age of 18 listen to us. And we are explicit, we're adults. But I'm going to talk about Santa, as in when did Santa stop visiting you because you're an adult rather than any other kind of belief or anything in Santa just in case there are young ears listening and if you are why are you
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and if I you're a listeners. young ear that's listening yeah if you are a young ear that's listening if you continue listening Santa won't be visiting anymore because you're definitely going on the fucking naughty list <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's a how many more how many more bloops have I got before the bloop machine runs out right so Christmas where, where do you want to start on that <laughs>
1: I don't know. I guess like maybe like earliest memories of like the best things about Christmas or the best things you ever got at Christmas would be a good one. I know that's one thing that you mentioned. I think that's the one thing as well that everybody looks forward to. Like when you're a kid, there was nothing better than waking up Christmas morning at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Dragging your parents half weary out of bed so you could go downstairs <laughs> and open your presents before six. Like it was an amazing time, <laughs> was not it? Like Well, wasn't the wait to open your
0: presents? Oh, I I I think it was probably worse worse for me. So well, the reason that I say this, so we've mentioned before in a couple of episodes that Italian families, and obviously with, with that comes having to go to church at Christmas, right? And it used to be, uh, was it nine o'clock mass or nine thirty mass? So, and we we weren't we wouldn't be allowed to open our presents till after that. So you're waiting till like. 11 and, oh god and then oh sorry i shouldn't say god we were talking about going to church but we um you know you come out of church and then you're bumping into your uncles and your aunts and you've got to say hello you've got to say merry christmas so sometimes you weren't opening your presents till like 12 o'clock on christmas morning um oh my god that was uh that was a school of hard knocks you know <laughs>
1: Do you know what it is as well? I feel like the switch is so quick. So, like for me now, I actually don't care. I'll happily open, turn around, and wake up, oh, up yeah, on Christmas yeah. morning at like twelve o'clock. Well, but it's true when sucks. you're a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true as well. It's because of everything you're opening is fucking boring now because people don't care when you're when you're an adult when you're a kid. It's like, oh, the magic of Christmas, you know that sort of thing. Make yeah. sure the presents are wicked. And then when you get to an adult, people are buying you like a fucking hairdryer, like, and links Africa. because i know that every bloke listening to this has definitely had a lynx africa well that's
0: what i was going to say it's actually the progression wasn't it so it was as a kid brilliant toys games fun stuff then you get to the teens and it's like yeah lynx box sets now in america i think it's axe i think they call it axe don't they so yeah it Yeah, yeah. it, it was like the shower gel um and the spray and then it becomes socks if you're lucky but the present so what what was funny about that was so we would open it after morning mass and then i think to make life easier i remember at the time sort of for like mom and dad when they were making like the christmas meal we started going to midnight mass right and so the rule became we could open one present after midnight mass and then the rest in the morning but then my dad and i'll come on to some of the stuff he did was um it was just as much of a kid as anyone else, after about a year or two of that, we started opening all the presents when we came back from midnight <laughs> so
1: yeah it got it got better and better well, I mean, it was technically Christmas day, so you know don't don't hate the player hate the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then
0: then there was always a little bit of a, an empty feeling when you come down the next morning and you you hadn't got anything to open
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true there's like there's nothing special about that day because you've already kind of lived it. <laughs>
0: So, what about you? Kind of what any any standout like presents or anything?
1: Or oh well, I tell you what, one of the standouts for me, but and I'll talk about the presents before it kind of got to the tech generation because obviously I got caught in the middle of a generation where it went from like actual toys to then what was like, you know, just games consoles or handhelds, yeah, electric yeah. shit like phones. I remember I really loved Star Wars when I was young, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget I got one of those like gigantic. Was it those ATATs? Um, oh, yeah, from yeah. star wars do you know that the one yeah, in the yeah. snow the yeah, snow yeah. scene where he luke skywalker ties it up um it was like a massive one of them with like all of the figurines and i've never been so happy to actually unwrap like a physical toy it made noise and all sorts i just remember being so excited when i opened it barring that i think i had like a scale electric set when i was super super young um, and obviously that was wicked because i loved cars and that was again a super exciting one yeah yeah um, and then i think as you get older it just gets a bit more progressively boring because as you get into your teens it's more like electrical stuff so it's like oh you've got a tv for your room or like it's a phone or it's a games console or something i'll still always say that one of the best christmas mornings i ever had was i got um, a playstation 3 and it was a copy of call of duty um, modern warfare all oh, right yeah. i remember booting that up christmas morning playing through the no russian mission on christmas day <laughs>
0: merry christmas
1: <laughs> yeah merry christmas um and yeah i think that was that was a really good one as well but i think yeah of the, of the toy presents it was like scare electric tracks and that 8080 i'm pretty sure i've got it up in the loft somewhere i remember still.
0: you getting them i used to love coming around and playing with your toys
1: yeah that's the thing do you know what it is like nowadays i think back to it i'm like wow that was so fucking exciting there's such a good range like people would get you different things it'd always be unexpected um and then you realize you're getting old when you start getting stuff for your hygiene
0: (laughs) (laughs) i um i've got three i wrote down now one of them is because it was well brilliant and I mentioned it in another episode but the other two it's just kind of I just want to mention again and you know and I'm going to bring my dad up again was kind of like the games he used to play with me and and your mum you know my sister in terms of almost like mental games in the lead up to Christmas so I remember one of the best presents I ever got it was a Game Boy right brilliant and it had a load of games (laughs) with it but what he did was he put it in a bigger box and in that box he actually put a brick a house brick to really weigh it down so i couldn't there, there's no way i could guess so for all of christmas i was i was thinking what is this because this thing weighed a ton you know and i opened it up and the first thing i take out there was this like this towel i'm I, I wrapping it's a brick and i'm like what the hell is this and then you know you then see next to it, it was a game boy and he was trying to just disguise the weight of it and we'll come on to this after i don't remember when um Santa stopped visiting me and I can't actually remember you know thinking about Santa but I I, I, do, I do remember because as a kid I was so super hyped about Christmas that I would put all my presents into one corner and almost like memorize them I would look at them every day and just wait and <laughs> almost like you will be mine um, and uh, there was a couple of years in a row where I'd open all the presents and then like my dad would be like well what about the other present? I'm like, what? And then they'd snuck one under the, the tree overnight. So I remember one year it was a, um, like a keyboard. Yeah, because now I'm a multi-platinum selling uh, keyboard artist, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other one was, and, and hopefully, if anyone's listening, hopefully you've heard of this, because I, I, I speak to my friends about it and no one seems to remember this game, but it was this weird, it was like a, a weird board game where you had plastic spiders on a lower level and at a higher level, you had a bigger spider, and you you had like um, you know, like operation where if you touched the sides, it it would set off an alarm. Yeah. Right. You would have to try lift the spiders off with this fork. If you touched the base plate, the spider on the top flicked off in your face. So not good for <laughs> arachnophobes. But it was one of those. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, because there was this little lever that spun under it, and if you touched it, <laughs> yeah, this this massive spider just flew at you so i had that but another one the the, the other one i really wanted to say it stood out one year was um i really wanted a skateboard and again yeah i'm i'm tony hawks is sort of understudy (laughs) um i really wanted a skateboard it was it was the 80s we all wanted a skateboard then And i remember not getting a skateboard shaped present under the tree um (laughs) And I opened it up. One one of my presents was a dartboard, which, to be fair, I actually really wanted anyway. I loved, uh, you know, I, I loved darts, and I did. You know, that was probably one of the, the gifts after the game Boy I really used a hell of a lot. But um, I opened it up, but there weren't darts in there. And I said to my dad, "I said, look, you haven't got me any darts. How do we play?" And he goes, "Oh, I've left them in the boot of my car." So he gave me the keys. I went to the boot of the car, opened it up. And next to some darts, it was a skateboard, wasn't there? I mean, I mean that's, <laughs> that's a class. That's, that's brilliant. Class yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah. It's kind of those little things kind of really, that, that's for me. Yes, the gifts were great, but it was kind of like those games that, yeah, that dad would play. And he did the same to my sister. I remember one year he got us something tiny, but he put it in like a massive box with like, again, loads of towels in. So she couldn't, couldn't really recognize <laughs> what it was
1: but there's a there's a trend that I think I've seen hit like TikTok where it's like wrapping presents shaped to something completely different so someone bought someone like a board game and then they've wrapped it up to look like a treadmill (laughs) like 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 (laughs) somebody's literally just flat wrapped a treadmill (laughs) Wow, Uh, it's brilliant or like people wrapping like particular things but making it shaped like a bike or something like that it's been absolutely brilliant but yeah that's quite cool actually to be fair like it's true like you you're like even mum and dad with me like when I was younger they turn around and fill boxes with like like packing stuff so stuff either didn't uh, shake yes, yes, or yes. then they put like loads of old books in it to really weigh it down like you said to turn around and throw you off and then there was and my parents as well because they didn't want me pissing about with any of the presents would always leave it till the night before Christmas so there would just be <laughs> no opportunity for me to play with anything
0: like I said I was I was crazy for Christmas I remember again like paper was super thin back in the day and like I was like with with my hands, trying not to break it, but like trying to, you know, stretch out the paper to flatten it right against the box to see if I could see through it to see <laughs> yeah, what what was in there. Oh my! word. And then when you do realise it, you then quite... there, there was that like little bit of shame because it's like now I know what it is, and now it's not the surprise. Was... <laughs> was there a gift that you've always wanted that you never got? Do you know if that was there one that got the one that
1: got away? Oh, you know what I I. I, I think I probably had a very privileged childhood, so I don't think I can say that there's anything I ever wanted that I didn't get. I don't think, to be honest with you, apart from like you know blatantly obvious, just like stupidly expensive things that you might want as a kid, where it's yeah. just you know like you see stuff in in catalogs and it's just like a, a one thousand pound like remote <laughs> control car type thing, obviously. But but no, to be honest, I can't I can't really put anything down. You know, I don't think there was ever a Christmas where I was disappointed, and I'm, I'm, you know, fortunate for that. Obviously,
0: I, I had one, and it's going to sound really bizarre. I think they still do it, but did you, did you know what um a Mr. Frosty was? I don't. You know,
1: I'm going to have to Google that.
0: Mr. Mr. Frosty, right? It was, it and basically this. We'll come to it. It was a really stupid gift to want in the sense of you could buy things in the shops anyway, but it was like a, it was in the shape of a snowman, and you'd put ice cubes in it turn a handle and it would grate the ice cubes up you'd put that in a the cup and then squirt you'd buy some juice for it and so basically slush puppy it was your own slush puppy but obviously much smaller scale and much low budget <laughs> and the thing is you know you had slush puppies in the shop you could probably go buy one for, for like a, a fraction of the price of what mr frosty cost but i remember always wanting one and never getting it
1: do you know what that kind of reminds me of? Do you know, like you said, it's a little bit pointless. <laughs> um, it reminds me of that stuff that was really like popular years and years ago. Was it called like magic sand or something like that? Where like you you put it under water and it would be solid. And then you picked it up and took it out of the water. And oh, it was like right. proper yeah. sand again. I yeah. don't remember. And I always just thought to myself, like there's kids on my adverts looking like they really enjoy it, but fuck me, does it look boring? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's the thing. There are so many things that, that are out there now, you know, and the other thing about Christmas is, um, I remember when you and when your sister, when you were both sort of kids, God, why do all kids toys have to be so noisy? <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah <laughs> Firstly, you have to
0: spend a fortune in batteries on getting, you know, on powering these things. But everything come around yours. There's there's toys that, you know, that are moving around the house because you've set them off. There's noises, there's this. Oh god, it's just so it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, everything has lights, everything's like either yeah, loud goes bang or something like that. I guess with boys as well, it's like toy guns and stuff that you get maybe when you're younger as well. Or like nowadays it'd be like Nerf guns but yeah it's true and then like I said it's weird because as you get older you kind of do have less of a kind of want for cooler stuff but I guess it's just not part of growing up it's just sad really because I think about it and I'm like you know what it's true how cool it was being a kid where you get so many varied things and then as you start to grow up and get into your teen years it all gets a little bit more boring
0: well that's it well the thing is especially like you now you work so you can buy what you want through the year yeah
1: yeah i have i now have access to adult money <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah you're an adult did we not did we mention it in one of the the last episode i think you said about your your obsession with retro football shirts so you can buy those yeah, does yeah your mum yeah, get you true. now or, or you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your mum and dad i mean actually i was going to just scoot back to the thing about opening presents it actually went a step further for me as well in the sense of um when I met my partner she's from a, a Polish family and they opened their presents on Christmas Eve so when I was there I got to open my presents on Christmas Eve so it it, it went from Christmas morning early Christmas morning to Christmas Eve what was cool about that even the dogs they used to wrap you know her mum had a couple of dogs and we used to wrap presents up for them and even the dogs got excited to unwrap the presents it was brilliant it was brilliant yeah,
1: my girlfriend does that still now for her family dog yeah yeah she like has like do you know like obviously when it comes to christmas morning everybody like turns around and collects their pass uh pile of presents in yeah, one corner yeah. they've now just got a pile solely for the dog <laughs> that they, they wrap and rip and he rips open on christmas morning which is brilliant to be fair
0: Obviously, now with COVID, you're you're kind of isolating. Have you managed to do your Christmas shopping beforehand, though, or is, is she uh, going to be on? Is she, are you going to be on the naughty list again? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to be on the naughty list um, two years running uh, because, funnily enough, I leave my Christmas shopping really late, as you can obviously (laughs) tell. Um, And last year, we weren't helped by the fact that, do you remember a week before Christmas, we went into a national lockdown where all non-essential business closed? Yeah, Yeah. I actually had three days booked off work this next week um, and can't do fuck all with them apart from shop online. So, unfortunately, I'm getting cold for Christmas. (laughs) deservedly so
0: do you want to apologize to her now and play this podcast <laughs> yeah,
1: i just i just want to issue a public apology to my girlfriend um unless online shopping can come through to me in the next couple of days but yeah i guess this is like the modern day equivalent of wearing a billboard to say that you apologize <laughs> I,
0: actually there's one more present i wanted to mention and this is just it's, it's more of a, a funny story behind it so something that my partner got me it's a um I don't know if you've ever seen it when you've come around, but it's a little Lego figure that's supposed to look like me. She sent a picture of me off to this um, this, this company and they send you a little uh, little Lego figure. It looks like me. It's holding a comic book because they say, what's the hobbies? And, they, you know, she said he likes comic books, isn't that? But underneath it, and this is going to sound really weird, but I'll explain it. It says that it's got the words custard creams, babe. Right. And what that was was um, one night I I was this was this was pre-COVID because we used to have illness before COVID. I was really ill once. I was laying in bed. She'd already got up and she was downstairs. That's right. She was already downstairs. And I was I was asleep at the time, but I was imagining that she was downstairs getting ready to go out to do some shopping. And I thought I heard her call to me and say, Dan, is there anything you want from the shopping? And I shouted out custard creams babe what's weird about that is i hate custard creams anyway but anyway <laughs> let's forget that i wake up go down go downstairs and see she hasn't done shopping so i'm thinking so i must have dreamed that and so i said to her did you hear anything was it? And she was just smiling at me. she goes um i said did i shout or something a little while ago she started laughing she goes yeah and i said what did i say and she goes you just randomly shouted out custard creams babe right it's so loud that i could hear it downstairs <laughs> <laughs> and so and so that was that so that 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 present quite um it's, it's got a bit of, it's up on a wall actually in a frame but yeah because it's just got such a bizarre thing behind it <laughs> i've got i've got <laughs> a present nominating biscuits that i actually don't like eating
1: so <laughs> see that one's good as well because that's like do you know what it is that that's something that you appreciate more as an adult because it's a gift that actually stands out to you yes yeah, of like the story, story behind it yeah. so as a result like that's something that's actually a really cool one
0: so are you good at wrapping presents or do you wrap your presents for your other half or your family? Oh,
1: no, I'm really, really good at wrapping. Oh, I'm really yeah. good. I put like... um like um i i'd like just i put string and stuff around it i buy like pegs to go around the string which yeah. have got like symbols so you know depending on who it is it might be like a love heart if it's my girlfriend or it might be you know that in the event that i buy her a christmas present <laughs> in, 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 in any of the christmases to come um but i do so for birthdays as well but no i think i'm good at wrapping presents to be fair i'm not one that will just turn around and sling it in some foil
0: i'm awful i am awful do you know what one year what i did it was in a box it was a it was a <laughs> was a, like a cube right i couldn't wrap it so do you know what i did i cut uh what would it be it would be six squares of paper and, and sellotaped them to each side <laughs>
1: You can can do it. You'd get a present from you, and you'd be like, "Why is it wrapped like something different?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, but it wasn't fucking intentional." (laughs) That was it. No, I cut up six squares,
0: and one year, yeah, I made it look like a football. We'll go. You know, you talk about making it look like different things because I just can't. I I just can't do it. I just don't know why. I just don't know why. It's um, maybe that's why I I tend to not buy as many presents now, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a clean excuse. <laughs> no, to be fair, I think my mum uses my sister as the um designated gift wrapper in my house now, because um, my sister's pretty pretty good with wrapping presents. To be fair, yeah.
0: Well, you'll get to the stage where we're at now, where it, you know it is a case of why why buy things for you know? We'll always get each other the odd little surprise, but we just get if we need something through the year, we just get it. You know why wait yeah. till Christmas? I, I don't mean that to sound what's the word? Um, it's, it's not, you know, it's not like it's about buying hundreds of gifts a year, but it's just if if, if she really needs something, why wait till why wait yeah, till Christmas? Yeah, yeah. We did also used to. Do you, do you remember the um, having Santa come to your house a few times when you were? Oh here God,
1: yeah, it was a yearly occurrence. Fantastic memories, I have to say. In terms of the magic of Christmas, everybody around me and in the family did a really bloody good job. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, from 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 my parents and like, and I don't know if we'll get into the whole elf story as well. (laughs) Um, Oh, you could do that. You could do. But but from that to then people coming as Santa every Christmas, it was bloody brilliant.
0: Yeah, because for people listening, so my dad used to dress up as Santa. And drop presents off at at Lou's house. Now this is this wasn't like last, you know. This wasn't like ten years ago. This was when you were a kid, right? So, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. mind <laughs> you, mind
1: you. Um, sorry, uh, how do I say this? Um, Santa kept visiting me for an, a long number of years after he visited most people. Right. Kind of oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> so your friends had stopped getting visited by Santa. Yeah, my were... friends had yeah. stopped
1: getting visits from Santa, obviously, because they were on the naughty list. But Santa came to me and, and obviously I, Santa visited me up until I was about 14 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't care, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's also, also true. I didn't care. No, nah, that, that's
0: <laughs> the thing. So so he mentions my dad died, what, it was eight years ago now, but he absolutely loved Christmas. So he, I think it was his idea. So for a few years in a row, he would dress up as Santa, and come Drop some presents off you, but one year though, even at a young age, I think you'd spotted his shoes, and I think you'd turned around and said to to someone who may have been your mum or dad after, but it said, Oh look Santa's got the same shoes as granddad's got
1: or yeah, similar yeah. or or,
0: or, <laughs> or granddad's got a shoe similar to that, so after that it then went on a rotor basis in the family <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't twig on and uh, and one year, I remember I only did it one year, but I did it one year and um I had the Santa, you know, I've, I've never had a Santa suit before. So I had the Santa suit. And I remember saying to my neighbor's kid at the time, I said to my neighbor, I said, look, I'm going to be Santa for my nephew. Do you want to give me a present for your kid? Do you want me to come around and, you know, and, and be Santa for your son? So I said, yeah, 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 all right. That'd be nice. And what was actually funny was I then, um I didn't want to make it look like Santa had come out of my house and walked into his. Yeah. So I actually drove down the road dressed up in the car, get some funny looks of people walking by. And then I walked to his house. You see, I take it. I'm proper method. But yeah, he he apparently then, I found out the next day that this kid has said, oh yeah, Santa's got glasses like Dan has got, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, fucking kids, stop paying attention to you, that, just take the
1: two, gifts. Two on it, two on it. And do you know what the thing as well is, right, I, like, I, again, I only found this out from mum when Santa stopped visiting, um, is so many people actually did it. So you did it one year, the neighbour across the yeah. road from me did it one year, I think there was a customer at my I... shop who'd done it one year as well um, and it was funny a couple obviously. couple of my
0: cousins, I'm... couple of cousins. Yeah, yeah. like
1: the thing is, well it was funny as obviously santa sounded different every year so the family are italian <laughs> obviously my grandfather had an italian accent so one year he turns up and goes oh 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 merry christmas and then the next day <laughs> the next year he turns up he's like Ho ho ho, merry christmas and i'm like hang on a minute there's a bit of a continuity error going on here?
0: <laughs> like one year it's like what's his name did you say what was what did you say his name was <laughs> <laughs> but also the other thing that stands out for me is just how I'm going to say, rubbishy Christmas decorations were. They were like these shiny, foily, garishly multicoloured things. And now they're all like really classy baubles and, and Christmas decorations. But back then, yeah, they were yeah.
1: like, There was a period where just like everything was fucking tinsel and, and like <laughs> shit paper decorations. <laughs>
0: tinsel. I mean, there's hardly any tinsel. And, and then what was even worse then? You used to get like... Um, loose tinsel if you know what i mean like strands of it that you would just yeah. throw at the tree and that was awful because you just pick up a wad of it throw it and it probably clump in one bit <laughs> and, then, and then when you were taking the tree down you couldn't really get them all out so next year you've already, it's almost like maybe that was a precursor to the pre-decorated trees and if you hadn't lost one of the arms you know the, the trees where you had to plug each arm into or each branch into the like the stem
1: oh my god this is a whole other argument and you know what i might not refer my mum to listen to this podcast episode because she might not like this next bit um, but the the whole tree decorating thing was a farce right <laughs> so so obviously even now my job in reality is just to get the tree out the loft that's all i do put the tree together because i'm not allowed to decorate and haven't been allowed to decorate the tree for probably about eight years now yeah, yeah. um But I did find out later on that even when I was allowed to decorate the tree when I was a kid, my mum would just redecorate it when me and my sister had gone to bed. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Because she was like, no, no, no. And then she said, do you know when you're a kid and you make um, like baubles at um, school? Yeah, yeah. So so obviously, you know, you make a bauble at school and you put your name on it or something it's stupid. My mum used to fucking put it at the back of the back of the tree after we'd gone to bed. Oh man. Be like, an accident. Oh no. Why why is this one of all of them broken? <laughs> that's that's a
0: lesson in life, man. That's a lesson in life.
1: <laughs> oh dear. But it's true, like what you said, like Christmas decorations did go from being really garish and colourful to now everything's just like white lights and glass. Yeah. yeah. Like it's I don't even see anybody now. that runs like a tinsel tree anymore
0: having said that about tinsel though so now we are kind of in a work from home order again now here i've got um actually well it saves me but i you know my partner she's helped me make this corner of the room a little bit like mine so i've got next to me i've got actually i'll show you obviously listeners can't hear i've got a little santa snow globe that plays a a carol (laughs) i've got around my my monitor I have got some tinsel with some Christmas lights in it, and I've got a little Christmas figurine over on the window. So I, I might be stuck in a room working, but I can, I, I can still feel a bit Christmassy. No, so, so it's, it's funny. I think that over years, the generation like the trees used to be those really horrible, obviously fake, big, thick trees, and now it's all these slimline sort of even now there's a lot more of just the pop-up trees now really aren't there
1: yeah 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 like they're really easy to like assemble ones um but it's true yeah I think if, the thing is as well I've, I don't think we've ever had a real Christmas tree in the house I know people that do but I've always find that real Christmas trees look a bit crap yeah they can look quite it's sparse yeah yeah that's that's what the problem is I think as well whereas like a, a fake tree doesn't really give you that but again I guess you know the magic of a real tree is that you know it's it's real and it, you know you've got to clean up all the spindles afterwards I guess
0: scratches Something the wall different. if you put it too close that's what I yeah. did one year in, <laughs> in my mum's house oh.
1: Yeah, I think, do you know what, is a really good comparison as well, is that the the trees that you buy that are real look like the one that's currently sitting in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really spindly, oh, <laughs> awful thing. Oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, before we kind of move on, is there anything else about any other like memories of Christmas? Um,
1: well, you know, I think, I think I've got to do my parents justice and talk about the whole elves thing, I think.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: So when I was younger, the thing is as well, I don't know, because, because you kind of need to see some of the stuff that they were willing to go to to kind of understand the lengths, basically. But when I was young, obviously, I I was always led to understand that sometimes Santa was particularly busy. So sometimes he would delegate responsibility and the elves would come and visit you instead, but they would still ride sleighs, right? Yeah. yeah. So I remember this went on for years and years and years, obviously, and they'd leave um, a um, stocking full of chocolate and all of that sort of thing. Um, but my parents were very clever, you see. Santa was never given any credit for the big presents; only the stocking, because the big <laughs> presents were always claimed by mum and dad. They make sure they made sure <laughs> they knew yeah, it was them. Yeah, mum yeah, yeah. Well, and dad knew. Yeah, yeah. Santa's great and all, but not better than me. <laughs> 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 um But yeah, so it went on for years and years. And then I remember one year coming downstairs, and there's video of this as well. I'll have to dig it out because it's it's you know it's horrifically embarrassing now, obviously. And there was a sleigh. Like in the living room, like a miniature elf size. Oh, I remember this, yeah. With um, with like loads of like stardust in it. And there was also like a miniature elf packed lunch, like in the back, which was half eaten, and there was a note that came with it. And and the note basically said that the elves had had, had struggled, had struggled because they'd run out of like stardust energy power or whatever, and they'd crash-landed at my house. Um, and and they basically scurried their way up. And I looked at the chimney. And no word of lie, there were soot marks of elves' feet up the chimney. <laughs> yeah. I just thought to myself, oh, oh my, even as a kid, I was, oh my God, the fucking elves crashed and left their sleigh here. Oh my God, you know what? I'll have to take a picture. Carnage, what happened to uh, them? Where are they? (laughs) But but yeah, that went on for years and years. And like, you know, um, my dad obviously was the one that built the sleigh. He was very, very good at like practical stuff like that. Um, And he built like a sleigh from scratch and that sort of thing. It was all very, very cool and all kept very much the magic of Christmas alive for a very, very long period of time. Um, It only really scratches the surface because like I said, it went on for so many years because... Santa visited me for so many years longer than my peers <laughs> come on <which> Santa, definitely... <laughs> you're gonna come just drop drop the links box sets yeah yeah yeah, yeah. could you imagine <laughs> um but but yeah it was it was absolutely brilliant and and you know I guess as a kid looking back at it now I'm I'm thankful obviously that because it was a really cool cool time wasn't it
0: I think Christmas is great I think it's just as you get older it just becomes more and more about having time off work I think yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it does yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're probably you're probably maybe not quite there yet, and especially obviously with, with, with your girlfriend. But in a few years, it'll be like, oh, yeah, let's try book Christmas off. It's it's a mad scramble to try book Christmas off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But that's priorities, isn't it? Because as a kid, you already get that time off automatically. And you know what? When when you're a child, you don't appreciate the amount of time off that you get over Christmas because, my God, it's fantastic. Nothing worse than having to work Christmas Eve and then you get, you know, you might have to work three days in between as well.
0: (laughs) Oh, And that's the other thing, right, about Christmas has just come to head was like, say, driving to to mum's house or mum and dad's house or you know if we were at your house is you see as you're driving along in the streets all the kids out with their shiny new toys It is was either on bikes or their shiny new coats <laughs> or they've got
1: radio <laughs> controlled
0: cars or you know you just see them and they're, they're like almost playing with everything they can all at once oh it's, it's fun that's fun you don't see
1: that now because they're all inside with their xboxes and yeah. Fucking iPads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or
0: smartphones yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Or their VR goggles, as per last week's episode.
0: Yeah, next, yeah, next year it'll be. Can I have a subscription to the Metaverse, please? Yeah.
1: All right, cool. So, mom, sorry, sorry, wait, wait. Look, my mum and dad bought me a Gucci jacket for my avatar in the Metaverse. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh dear, let's not even joke about that. Before we kind of wrap up, let's do some fun stuff. So, I asked you to think about. Or, or for us pet, we might put this out to a vote because i'll be interested to see what people say as well i think i'll just come up with what your favorite christmas carol christmas song and christmas films were so have you have you had a think have you got anything
1: okay i think in terms of christmas song and this is obviously quite sinful because if i'm being perfectly honest i hate christmas music i love christmas films hate christmas music so mariah carey's all I want for Christmas is you is my idea of hell. However, <laughs> I'm gonna give a pass to Jingle Bell Rock.
0: Oh yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And because and, I, I, I actually don't mind Jingle Bell Rock as an actual song, if that makes sense. That was so, though, I think that,
0: was that Die Hard. Was that in Die Hard?
1: Oh, I don't know. You know, I'm not I sure. I think it is. And I'm also. Also, going to give a pass to Rocking Around the Christmas Tree.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's also, I think, maybe because it's kind of linked to my favorite Christmas film, but I'll let you go through your Christmas music because if I'm being perfectly honest, apart from those two songs, I hate Christmas music.
0: I think the problem is, is that you very rarely get new Christmas songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's
0: every year and, and, you know, I like them, but you know it's going to be Wham! Last Christmas. It's going to be um, Slade. It's going to be, yeah, Mariah Carey. And, and actually, I was listening to, um, no, he's not listening. It was on Twitter last night. Um, Chat Tsunami said that they were Christmas shopping and wherever they were, they were playing Mariah Carey's song, but it was stuck on a loop just the beginning bit. All I want, you know, all I want for Christmas is, and it was just stuck on a loop for an hour. So um
1: they haven't paid for the rights. Yeah, well, yeah, it so the one he
0: said that he never found out what she wanted for Christmas, but I actually said he probably needs some sort of deprogramming for that torture he'd been put through. <laughs> but yeah, no, my my two favourite uh songs are and and I'm kind of with you, they're slightly less of the more popular one, but mine is um Run Run Rudolph. Do you know that one?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Home
0: Alone, I think. Yeah. And again, because it's a bit, just a bit more upbeat, bit rocky, you know, a bit more of a fun tune. And I don't know if you know this one, because not a lot of my friends do know, but it's Bob Dylan, and it's called Must Be Santa.
1: Oh, no, you're going to, yeah, right. Okay. I don't know it. And if none of our viewers do, you're going to have to sing a little bit of it.
0: Ah, do I have to sing it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas, gone.
0: So again, (laughs) it's kind of fun. I'll sing a little bit. now obviously everybody um please keep well well, just for the next 30 seconds if you if you don't want to sort of like be bleeding from your ears but um, it goes um who's got a beard that's long and white santa's got a beard that's long and white who comes around on a special night santa comes around on a special night special night beard that's white must be santa must be (laughs) santa must be santa santa claus but what it does it kind of Actually let me bring it up. It goes um each verse adds an extra bit to it. So he he then sort of add, the, the chorus gets longer so it goes like um like the next I've got it here now. So it's the next verse is like who's got a big red cherry nose? Santa's got a big red cherry nose. So then it goes and then he says, Who laughs this way? Ho, ho, ho. So the next bit goes, Ho, 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 cherry nose, cap on head, suit that's red, special night, beard that's white. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? So it just gets on. And it's just, yeah. listen to it after this, because I'm not doing it justice, but I actually think it's, it's a really cool song. It's a really cool song. <laughs> I'm
1: going to have to have a proper listen to that then, that, that one afterwards.
0: So, so those, are, those are my two. Actually, before we move on to films, did you ever think about carols, or are you not really into carols?
1: Oh, do you know what? Christmas carols, again, I've never really been fond of, because let's be honest, has anybody ever opened their door to a set of carolers and enjoyed it? No. The music's always a bit drab. So no, not really. I, I just, I don't think there's any Christmas carols that I like. It reminds me of my school time as well. Cause seeing that think shit in like great. a Christmas play and so. I, I wonder never, if that's the
0: difference. Whereas carols when I was younger was much more of a thing than I think they are now or, or yeah. have been recently.
1: Yeah, that's the thing because you don't really see carolers. I mean, I was in London recently, which is probably evidently where I got COVID from. <laughs> um, and, um, there was, um, Salvation Army doing some Christmas caroling and to be fair, they had, they had good voices. But, but, yeah, I, I just don't think Christmas carols are for me, to be honest with you. I guess Silent Night is kind of iconic. But, again, it's just so it, – it kind of gives me church vibes. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Oh, like no, no, Christmas absolutely. carols give me church feeling, and I don't, I don't like that, not like that. I think honest.
0: it depends, though. I think it depends how it is. You, you've actually said something interesting there. So I think if you've got a really good choir or, like, say, a brass band doing it, I think it sounds brilliant. I, I think they sound brilliant. So I went to the local shop the other day. Actually, no, it, wasn't the other day. it was a week ago today. And they had like a local group forming carols outside the coffee shop. And they were brilliant. But I think, yeah, depending on how it's done, it can say, to, to quote you, churchy. <laughs> but just for me, I my two, if I had to pick two, there's one is um Joy to the World. I don't know if you know, you, you know, Joy to yeah, the yeah,
1: World. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And another one is,
0: I think it is, um is, I've got a, a Home Alone vibe going on here. So it's called Carol of the Bells.
1: Oh, I don't think I've heard that one.
0: Do you remember the Garmin uh, sat-nav adverts? They did it at Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I got do, you. Do, do,
1: yeah, do, yeah.
0: Do, do, do. Because it's actually quite, that one's actually quite, sinister isn't the word, but it's not, it's not happy jolly like the other ones. It's Yeah, it's not as, overtly christmassy as i think or, or joyful as the other ones
1: i think that's also a home alone track that one it is
0: that, yeah no that's what i said i think they kind of did their own version but yeah so my songs have got a home alone film <laughs> what are your films then your favorite christmas films
1: now this is difficult and i might get a little bit of controversy because i don't know if i'm going to rank them or not but i think i should so in terms of pure christmas film i think elf needs to be up there
0: yeah, I only saw that for the first time a couple of years ago, you know.
1: Sorry, I've skipped the obvious number one because we've just mentioned it. But obviously, number one's Home Alone. I think I think we're agreeing on that one.
0: Yeah, I agree. But do you know what, though? The thing is, especially now, Home Alone, I have to skip the whole middle bit. I just want to see the, the intro where the family treat him like crap. And then he realizes he's <laughs> on his own and loves it. I want to see him destroy the wet bandit. <laughs> It is the wet bandits, isn't
1: it? I want to it see the wet bandits them. because they become the sticky bandits in number that's two. It.
0: But I just don't want it. There's that little middle bit of of the film where about the the old guy and this and that. It's like no, I want to see the intro. I want to see the the, the payoff, and that, that's kind of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The creepy old man with the snow shuffle like, lives next door or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that whole life wasn't story Home
0: one. Alone two with the woman, the pigeon woman, wasn't it? The yeah, the pigeon lady, <laughs> the
1: pigeon lady that's it. and, and, and Donald Trump, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Donald Trump was in it as well. my God. Do you know what was brilliant about that film as well? Is it made New York look shit? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no one ever would have wanted to have gone to New York because of the night scene. Do you know where he gets into the cab and the bloke turns around and he's got, like, one eye? And then he's getting, like, heckled by prostitutes in the street (laughs) or something like that. Um, But, yeah, I think Home Alone has to be number one. um, And I think if it's not, there you're lying. Now, the rest of them I'm going to name, and I'm not going to put these in a particular order. So I've got Elf, I think needs to be there. And funny enough, it's basically the only thing I've ever liked Will Ferrell in, to be honest.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I'm going to put Die Hard in there. Yeah, I was going to come on to that. (laughs) Some people say
0: that's controversial. I just call them wrong. It is a yeah, Christmas yeah, film. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Because, again, there's a line in it that goes, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Um, <laughs> and then the two others is Jingle All The Way with Arnold yes, Schwarzenegger. yeah, yep, you've stolen one of mine, Absolutely yeah. brilliant film. And one that probably would still make me cry now, Jack Frost. Do you know, I've not seen that. No way. Oh, i would make you cry,
0: I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I could probably do without that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Michael Keaton? Is that the boy's dad dies? Is it? And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, spoiler alert! Fucking hell. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's been out long (laughs) enough, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think those five are probably would be my go-to Christmas
0: films. Wasn't there a horror film? because I keep mixing up that I'm sure there's a horror film like of a of a killer snowman or something or I'm or I'm just twisted and I watch too many video nasties in the 80s yeah probably.
1: maybe you maybe you're maybe you well you know what if I was a kid and I watched Jack Frost it would be a fucking horror film I'm sure
0: there. I'm sure well if you haven't looked I'm sure there was like a horror a horror film or maybe the sequel they upped the ante I, I don't know for me yeah home home alone would have to be up there but you've kind of um you've you've taken one of mine jingle all the way i think is one of my favorite it's just a fun film i don't think it gets the respect it deserves
1: no it doesn't and the thing is i had this conversation um with a few friends recently talking about jingle all the way and None of them had seen it, and I was like, "Hang on a minute! How have you like, it's got Schwarzenegger in it for yeah, a it's, start." It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like, "It's a, it's a fantastic <laughs> film." I don't know the name of the guy who plays the postman in it as well, but he's uh, one of the best. Yeah, yeah, he is one of the best supporting actors I've ever seen in a film because he plays his role so brilliantly. It's got the big show in it.
0: Oh God, <laughs> it's the, uh, the the beefy Santa?
1: <laughs> it's got. Um, is it John Belushi? Is that his name? John Belushi, it's, it's an amazing story. And if an I'm right, the story.
0: the, the neighbour is the guy who was Troy McClure, I think, in The Simpsons as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You are right, yeah.
0: And and the thing is, and I know again, um, I think Chatsunami, of just their Christmas episode was about defending Jingle All the Way, and my reaction was um why are we defending it? Who are these yeah. people and why are they wrong?
1: <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't need a defence. There is no, yeah, there is no defence to being incorrect.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's got Arnie in it, so you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. You've got, yeah, Simbad, I think is the, the, the crazed postman, you know, the bit the bit where he chucks he, he pretends he's got a bomb and then <laughs> chucks it, you know, and and it goes off. You've got the the whole um what well, the whole desperation of a parent trying to get a kid the toy that he wants. I mean that that for me is 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 the whole thing behind it about the, the, the parent's will to kind of not look like a loser in front of his kid. I mean, it kind of goes off the rail a little bit at the end, but that is, is a Christmas film, the whole um, parade, you know, and the real scene. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: city. laughs> uh, you know what? Again, I think most people that are probably listening to this, I, I think from from what I've gathered, most people won't have seen Jingle All The Way. So if you are listening to this, do it, it is do Christmas it. Day, right? You, you've decided to bung us on. You need to get Jingle All The Way on because you, you, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. It's a brilliant film.
0: It's got the emotional schmaltzy bit in it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and isn't the kid young Anakin Skywalker Crossing, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right yeah. with
1: that as well. So yeah, it's yeah. got it's got a load of load I think of characters. It's great. In do, it. Uh,
0: before I move on to my second, do you know what my, one of my favourite scenes in that is? Is um, but it's a bit in the shop with the the like the bingo balls where they they had to pull out a number for it, and and there's <laughs> that one ball that's running away and they're chasing it. I mean, that's just a classic. I mean, that, how you see? Look at your your reaction now. How can you not? <laughs> Please, 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 if you do one thing from this, please watch Jingle All The Way if you haven't.
1: Oh, amazing, amazing film.
0: And my, my second one, I haven't seen it for a long time, but I remember loving it, was uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one because that's proper, proper classic that is, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah Michael Caine. Uh, yeah, so it's a classic story, but done, you know, in only the way the Muppets can. But while we were looking at this, actually, no, before I do this, let's come back to it. So, yes, yeah, so Die Hard, the, the whole argument's that rage about whether it's a Christmas film. So obviously you class it as a Christmas film, right?
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: You see, for me, one, the director or, the, or the, the writer has come out and said it's a Christmas film. So I think, end of argument, that that is it. But I think it's got more references to Christmas. I think actually the word Christmas and Home Alone, if I read right or something, you know, I think they say the word Christmas more in that than they do in, in like a couple of the Christmas films.
1: Yeah, because obviously it's set in an office Christmas party as well.
0: Exactly. If it wasn't for the Christmas party, they wouldn't be there, which means John McClane wouldn't have had to go rescue his wife because she was at that Christmas party. Exactly. Christmas is a character. and For me, Christmas has to be a character in the film, if you know what I mean. Christmas yeah, plays thing. a fundamental part in that.
1: And John McClane even kills a person with a fucking Christmas reference. Impossible. People that say it isn't uh, uh, a Christmas film, deluded, deluded.
0: I just want to jump back to the songs, right? And, you know, I I had written down here, the oldest Christmas carol or song was actually believed to be from the 4th century. So between 310 and year 310 and 367. The biggest selling Christmas song of all time, apparently, is Bing Crosby's White Christmas.
1: Wow, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, apparently, it's not only that... So I I got this from the Metro, actually. It's not only the best-selling Christmas song, but the best-selling single of all time. Uh, So written in 1942, it's sold an estimated 50 million copies since its release. When other versions of the song have factored in, including Frank Sinatra and Michael Buble, White Christmas has sold an estimated 100 million copies. Um, Yeah, and it's listed as the biggest-selling single worldwide of all time in the Guinness Book of Records. But... It never reached number one in the UK. Really, by twenty nineteen, yeah, by in twenty nineteen, a campaign by the Crosby family to get it there. Um, in in nineteen seventy seven, it reached its its peak chart position of number five.
1: <laughs> Do you know why that's really funny? If you're in the why? UK, why so? Because it means we built this city on sausage rolls. it's <laughs> oh, like oh. Christmas to yeah. a number one. <laughs> yeah, let's
0: not go there. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, lad. is it lad? Bible. Lad no, baby lad baby, um, baby yeah.
1: funny enough this year i actually think that he's got um, Elton John and Ed Sheeran um oh, really? on the single yeah unbelievable no, fair play um, to
0: them i mean fair play to them they've you know we go back to our like um, social media ones so uh, they they've played the blinder
1: yeah yeah that's true to be fair
0: do you know what the uk's biggest christmas number one is
1: <sighs> A song in the uk what is in the most selling
0: yeah, I've got it from Wikipedia so and here it's got digital downloads but I think it is generally the best one. Well, I'll tell you it's um it was Band aids Do They Know It's Christmas. Oh uh, yeah, that
1: makes sense to be fair. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually sorry no the digital one is something else but yeah no the biggest Christmas the biggest selling single is Band aids Do They Know It's Christmas in 84. Apparently it sold 3.82 million copies and is the only, only Christmas hit to sell over 3 million units. Oh, wow. Yeah. Digitally, it's your favorite. Mar- Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas Is You. Oh, fuck it. Yeah,
1: I can't. Everything released here.
0: in 94, it's got it's had 3.2 million downloads at, at the time when whenever this was done. But do you know, weirdly, what number two is, it's Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen? <laughs> no
1: way. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is such a disservice to all. To, right, I don't like Christmas music, but that's a disservice to all the other Christmas tracks that have come before it.
0: That was 1.6 million. But films, right? And, I mean, you know, we talk about controversy. I didn't expect to get a top list or a list of the top grossing films to have so much inconsistency in it. And I'll tell you why. I couldn't find a, a consensus on them. So I've pulled this from Wikipedia. They list the number one film as The Grinch. Right?
1: Okay. 2018,
0: 511 million with Home Alone second at 476 million. But depending on which website you go to, it alternates between Home Alone. But for me, I it feels more logical that Home Alone is number one. I can't see how it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I couldn't see any, if I'm being honest, I could not see any film topping Home Alone out on the Christmas charts, to be honest.
0: Because I just think the Grinch is, well, I say Mod is, it's 2018. So I haven't seen it. I, I Whereas I think what the point I'm trying to make is I think Home Alone Bear in mind, it's 1990. I think it's still a staple now for children now to watch Home yeah,
1: Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree.
0: If I go through the list, I, I do the top 15 on on Wikipedia. Um, so number one's The Grinch. And you can tell me if you've seen them or if you enjoyed them. Have you, have you no, seen them? No, not seen. Okay. According to them, number two is Home Alone. Number three is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas.
1: Have seen that. Yeah, just bang average for me.
0: Number four was... The 2009 version of the Christmas Carol, so I'm not sure what that is.
1: I've not seen that. Uh,
0: The Polar Express, number
1: five. Again, this is going to be a controversial opinion. I hate The Polar Express.
0: That's Tom Hanks in it, I think, isn't isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like the animated one. Never enjoyed The Polar Express. No, I've not seen that.
0: Elf, number six.
1: Yeah, given, given.
0: One called The Holiday, which I'm not sure...
1: Is that like a, some sort of like crappy Christmas love story or something Probably. like that? If so, Yeah, it's not even on the list, Discount it yeah. doesn't exist.
0: Uh, the Sa- the Santa Claus, I've seen that, that's Tim Mallon, I think, isn't it?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I think I would have seen this when I was really, really young, but can't, can't particularly remember it.
0: I don't know this one, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, actually, I think I have heard of it.
1: Is that recent?
0: Yeah, 2018.
1: Yeah, not seen it.
0: The Santa Claus 2, Four Christmases. Oh, the next one, I want to see, but I haven't. is called Ar- Arthur Christmas. It's like an animated one. It's supposed okay. to be quite good, but I've not seen that. 13 is A Bad Mom's Christmas. Right, okay. 14 crap, is gi- <laughs> Jingle All The Way. Justice for Jingle All The Way.
1: Justice for Jingle All The Way. Jingle All The Way should be number fucking five <laughs> at the minimum. At the minimum.
0: <laughs> and 15 is Last Christmas. But actually, while we're talking about films, I saw one on Netflix last year. It's got Kurt Russell in it. The Christmas Chronicles, I think it's called. Have, have a look. It's got Kurt Russell and, and Goldie Horn. There's a sequel I didn't like so much, but watch the first one. It's actually really funny. We really enjoyed watching it.
1: Do you know what? I can't believe that we've not spoken about this when we've talked about Christmas films, and it's completely slipped me, and that's only because it doesn't come in my top five, but thinking about it, it would now be top six. National Lampoon.
0: Oh, that, that's, I, I literally, just as it come out, I kind of tweeted about that just before we started recording.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. But all of those films are brilliant. But the Christmas one, again, was still hilarious. This one has to be, obviously, if you're maybe slightly more an adult as a Christmas film. But obviously, we've only got adults listening. Harold and Kumar's Christmas. <laughs>
0: Oh, I've not seen that, but I thought you were going to say, what's the other one? Is it like Bad Santa? Is it Bad Santa?
1: Oh, Bad Santa. You know what? Funny enough, I don't like Bad Santa. I don't think it's good at all. Um, but yeah, Harold and Kumar's Christmas is, um got, I think, Neil Patrick Harris in it as well. Um, he liked cameos there's a load of obviously hilarious references but I, I liked the Harold and Kumar films I thought they were hilarious to begin with
0: uh, the other thing about Christmas especially here in the UK is you know basically TV just becomes a load of reruns repeats doesn't it so you're going to get yeah, the only yeah. fools and horses Chris especially <laughs> you're going to get James Bond on the bank holiday days aren't yeah, you? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, carry on it'll be like four hours of carry on on ITV2
1: I always remember as well um, the great escape was always on at Christmas
0: they used to often put the, uh, the football one as well as it Escape to Victory with Stallone, Pele. Escape
1: to Victory, Pele, yeah, Pele in a film with Sylvester Stallone. Oh my God, amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, Christmas just becomes a a, a thing about eating stuff in your face, watching a rubbishy Christmas film, or like I said, you know, the only fools and horses repeat for that Christmas special for the 100th time. I'm going to try to see if I can track down after Christmas, and I haven't watched Jingle all the way yet. I'm going to save that Christmas, um, Christmas Day. Okay, right, I've got was there anything about songs or films before we move on?
1: No, no, I think we've covered off the best films and, and the best songs of of which there aren't very many, but
0: You know someone's <laughs> gonna scream at us that we miss like, oh you know, actually before we move on, yeah, like Home Alone, one was good, two was okay, and then there's about four or five other ones. And I think they're making a new one, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think I've heard of this. And I think even Macaulay Culkin, didn't he come out and say that it shouldn't happen? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, some of those other ones were just awful. Yeah, I mean, they just lost the plot, I think, after those first two. The first one is just pure genius.
1: But the thing is, as well, I don't think people... Yeah, I don't think people realise as well that with the... um, I think from number three, didn't they? They got other kids to be like the kid in the house didn't they? that's it yeah, um, yeah when in reality yeah. macaulay colkin was really what made those films as well because his acting was actually brilliant when you go back to it exactly. and when you look at all of the others like you know no offense because they're all kids but they're all dry as hell <laughs> they're all boring like
0: right i'm gonna make a really weird leap here but didn't the home alone films probably ended up becoming kind of like the saw films <laughs> and what? And <Yeah>. I mean, but <laughs> I mean it's just like in the soul film. Your or oh, final destination. You're just waiting to see how the how the people meet their end, right? In Home Alone, <laughs> you just want to see how, what torture the kid gives to the burglars or the the home invaders. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what you're waiting for. It's the same payoff.
1: I think it, there was always a scene and I think the second one that always traumatized me. Do you know where um, Marv is in the bottom and he turns the like electric cooker on and he starts getting electrocuted oh, and yeah. then his hair goes <laughs> and then he turns into a skeleton. I remember when I was really young, that scene traumatized me. The
0: first one, the first one, the paint can in the face, you know, down the <laughs> stairs, um, the blowtorch on the head. <laughs> <laughs> the the iron in on the face, the, the, the doorknob that's that it leaves an imprint. I mean, these are all horrific, <laughs> horrific things. Oh,
1: oh god! Dear. Oh, maybe we we, could... <laughs> do, do you know, we we need to create a meme where it's a picture of Macaulay Colkin in um, Home Alone, and then it's a picture of Jigsaw, and it's just like <laughs> you remember the kid from Home Alone? Well, this is him now. <laughs> do you want to play a
0: Christmas game? And like I said, I have found a few. F- facts i wanted to just throw you away just see what you think of them um gone from different sources where do you think the first christmas tree came from or, or which country used christmas
1: tree first and and what you? well okay i'm thinking where where would a christmas tree grow <laughs> um was it maybe one of the scandinavian countries
0: quite no no actually i'll no, say <laughs> okay,
1: no, well i would have probably said scandinavian countries and when did they first start well, you said the first reference to a Christmas song was what four hundred AD. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it's no, not that. that it's not that old. It's
1: that wasn't. That, old, that wasn't very long after the baby Jesus. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe the the thirteen hundreds.
0: Do you know what? You're not bad. Not bad guess at all. So, Latvia and Estonia both claim to to have the first tree latvia traces its christmas tree tradition back to 1510 and estonia has counted those claims saying evidence of a similar festival hosted by the guild in its capital city in 1441 so you weren't that far off that's not yeah that's not too not far bad.
1: and also not not terribly off ge- geographically either necessarily
0: yeah almost always um however most agree though that the first tree was in germany in 1539 the one you mentioned in was it Trafalgar Square. No, Leicester Square.
1: Is it Leicester Square or Trafalgar Square? Yeah, I can't remember. One of the squares.
0: Yeah, we get that. I think that's from Norway each year, isn't it? I think we do give it. It gets given to us. But okay, right. I found another website, uh, Best Life Online. uh, And I picked some. One is Sweden Celebrates Christmas with a Giant Straw Yule Goat. (laughs) Oh, and this reminds me of Jingle All The Way, because you know where he's got to recount all the reindeer names to the radio competition. Apparently, this one's saying two of Santa's reindeers originally had different names. So Donner and Blitzen were instead called Dunder and Blixem, which I kind of like more than Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> Brazil sets the record for the world's largest floating Christmas tree. Now, I love that because I'm thinking, why do you need a floating Christmas tree? So it's at a staggering 278 feet and 10 inches tall. Uh, and glowing with three million lights, Brazil' massive floating metal Christmas tree set a world record in December 2007 um, as part of its Lagoon Festival. Do
1: you know what that could have been mentioned on? Do you know, going all the way back to our world record breakers, um, do you know, like a pointless record that you just create so you can have a world record? (laughs) Yeah, well, we can't have the record for the biggest tree, but what about the biggest tree on water?
0: Yeah, how (laughs) many three million lights? But you know what makes me laugh at that is I think... The previous one must have been 278 feet because it's a fact that it's 278 feet and 10 inches tall. I mean, the extra 10 inches is a bit random, so part of me thinks that they've done that just to spite whoever yeah, else. Yeah,
1: whoever had you before.
0: This is a funny one Jingle Bells was the first song to be played in space in December First song 16th. altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. It made history when they played Jingle Bells on December the sixteenth, nineteen sixty-five, earning the Jolly Jingle the Guinness World Record for being the first song ever played in space.
1: Do you reckon that's because it was royalty-free? Uh,
0: possibly. I. All I was thinking about this is, you know, instead of playing, putting out there some some great multi-layered composer like for, like Mozart or Beethoven for the twenty years, we, we've sent him a Christmas song. I mean. <laughs> friendly <laughs> but when you want to put out yeah like some some amazingly composed piece of music i, I don't know i don't know but no. it's, it's
1: like it's like basically when you turn around and the aliens come and you say give us your best artist instead of sending them you know like an ed sheeran or an adele you send them little pump <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah so jingle bells the aliens at least uh can can be christmassy when they come <laughs> Something else fun that I like looking. Have you ever looked at the NORAD Santa tracker?
1: No. Is that the thing though that tells you where Santa is? Um over right, the Christmas yeah. P- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of it, but I've never watched it's it. It's brilliant,
0: right? What well, you should do, you look it because you should look it up this year because you see Santa and the reindeer flying over the world and just like millions of presents just dropping under it. It's like it's just like non stop. <laughs> But yeah, they've been tracking Santa's journey around the world since 1958. It was set in motion in 1955 when a young child accidentally dialed the unlisted, the unlisted phone number of the Continental Air Defence Command Operation Centre in Colorado, believing she was calling Santa Claus after seeing the promotion in the local paper. The commander on duty, Colonel Harry Shoop, saw an opportunity to create a little Christmas magic and assured the youngster that Conad would guarantee Santa a safe journey from the North Pole. So yeah it's uh, it, that's all come from from a a wrong number basically
1: that's quite cool as well because yeah. the um the the military guy on the other end could have just put the phone down <laughs>
0: yeah I, that, that, that a is cool a sweet story. that's a sweet story there that's heartwarming yeah yeah Christmassy. <laughs> in the Ukraine, spiders are considered symbols of good luck at Christmas, so if you look it up, they've got like Christmas decorations of like a spider web with spiders on it.
1: Uh, there's a lot of um, symbols of good luck that have been sucked up my uh, Dyson Hoover then.
0: <laughs> and this has actually got a nice little story to it. It's basically, um, it's a nod to a seasonal story about the spiders once using their silky string to decorate the tree of a poor widow and her children, oh, which is wow. quite nice. Yeah, yeah it's,
1: also, it's nice. didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, didn't, it didn't happen <laughs> tack- of the year. It. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't happen of the year awards tagged in the comments for this one. Fucking hell. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll throw this one at you. Spain has the most expensive Christmas tree in the world. What would you put it at? Well, if I tell you, it's there's a hotel near Marbella, Spain. Uh, it's festooned with red, white, pink and black diamonds, as well as jewellery from Bulgari, Cartier, Van <laughs> Cleef and Chanel. And just for good measure, you'll also find 3D printed chocolate peacocks, feathers, ostrich eggs, and bottles of perfume on the
1: tree. Right, of course, because you know why fucking not? Um, I'm gonna say 180 million.
0: Oh no, not not that, not that outrageous. But it's 15. Oh
1: really? Million. The... No, no, it's 15 and million. The diamonds on it. Oh no, no, oh that's cheap. That's cheap as hell. <laughs> I'll cheap have two. Hell. No, Yeah, yeah, 15, definitely.
0: 15 million there. Um, I'll skip this one quickly, but tinsel was made of real silver, apparently.
1: <laughs> that's, that's good. You know, it maybe, was a... maybe more people would put tinsel up if it was like that.
0: Yeah, again, Germany, they use thin strands of real silver as a status symbol. What a
1: flex. That is such a flex. <laughs> Imagine people coming around. You're like, love your tinsel. You're like, no, it's solid silver. <laughs> love your st- solid gold. <laughs> it's like ripping up 50 pound
0: notes and chucking it over the Christmas tree. Isn't it? <laughs> and the last view here. Mistletoe, you know, uh, it's the whole romantic thing about kissing under the mistletoe at Christmas. It actually translates into English as dung on a twig. And the final two, right? (laughs) All right, now I'll do this one first, right? Christmas decorating sends nearly 15,000 people to the emergency room, I think, in America.
1: That doesn't surprise me, though, because I imagine people in America that put trees up, they probably get really huge ones. And Americans also love lights. So I imagine people fall off roofs, get electrocuted, fires yeah. probably as well so yeah kind of kind we, of imagine that
0: we tend not to do it so much here but you're seeing all the films then going up onto the roofs and putting all yeah, the, yeah. the fittings on there and the last one and i looked it up just to check because this i'd never heard of this right it's, it's actually quite a really interesting story so during world war Two, the united states playing card company joined forces with american and british intelligence agencies to create a very special deck of playing cards They distributed them as Christmas gifts, but they also helped allied prisoners of war escape from German prisoner of war camps. When wet, the cards peeled apart to reveal maps of escape routes. So basically, because I think prisoners were allowed Christmas gifts.
1: Right, okay.
0: So these playing cards, when they were soaked, they'd peel apart and the British and American intelligence under them had... Routes to escape out of, or where to go to escape out of some of these camps.
1: That's absolutely amazing. But also, how did they get the message that that's what they needed to do? Oh, God. The first time it happened. I don't know. Imagine, like, the first time did somebody just drop it in a puddle and think, shit, my my playing cards, (laughs) cards, and then think, oh, fuck, there's a way
0: out. (laughs) I don't know. I really, you know, this is one of the things actually I'd like to have a look at. Maybe there's an episode in and around certain things like this, but I'd never heard that. And I, I just think that's an amazing kind of amazing story to to finish on
1: that's that is a very very cool story that one yeah it's true that must have been like there must be a reference for that in like a film or like tv show somewhere because i feel like that's a really cool and i've never heard of that to be honest it's kind of kind of like in a really backwards way also kind of a little bit like heartwarming that you're allowed christmas gifts even if you're a prisoner of war Uh, yeah yes yeah yeah yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, I'm not sure they could get letters, but they were allowed. And obviously, it couldn't be anything like a weapon or anything like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're uh, saying it in prison. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, but under the Geneva Conventions, we're allowed. And yeah. the Germans are like, oh, fuck it. We've got to give him his machine gun.
0: <laughs> cool. So I think I think we can wrap up there. Is there anything else you want to say before? Um, do, do
1: you want me to finish on a really Christmassy dad joke? Go for it. What vaccination did Santa get this year?
0: I don't know what vaccination did Santa get this year. He got Mince-Pfizer. <sighs> we were going so well. We were going yeah, so well. Yeah. That is a problem. That will be, that'll be an, a cracker joke. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm yeah, hoping be... so. I'm, I, no, I, no, I didn't
1: create that. I looked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I was, just good. picked the shittest one. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, so we'll leave it there. So, you know, we'll say from the both of us, just say Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Thank you for listening and supporting us. We'll see you in the new year. Eat a lot. Drink what you can handle. <laughs> we're actually going to do an episode soon where we kind of go over and, and, and shout some people out if you, if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at castingviewspod at gmail.com or you can tweet us at castingviews and we'll finish as always with we know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose so we thank you for listening to Casting Views <laughs>